And I want to make this clear. I don't want nobody to think that I'm going to come at a guy that I so highly endorse out of college. Raging, bro, my issue. You're doubting that organization. I'm that doubting the philosophy yeah. that they're setting for Lamar Jackson to succeed. When I look at this sports calendar, man, ever since the summertime, there really hasn't been a dead period for us, you know, um, and that's been a blessing in disguise, man. I, I really feel like every day we are getting headlines and it's not like we have to struggle and try to go in our creative minds and thoughts to come up with topics. Everything has been given to us on a silver platter and we've been able to eat. And I know we're going to be continuing to eat, especially on this show, as we kick things off in Baltimore. Have the Ravens set up Lamar Jackson to succeed in the year of 2022, this upcoming season? Zach, I'll leave it right over there with you to answer the question. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what this Ravens team is going to look like on the field in 2022. And I'll say this, since the Baltimore Ravens, have, have brought in Lamar Jackson into their organization. They have done such a phenomenal job building the franchise around him and making sure that he's in a great position to succeed. They decided to zig and build their offensive scheme around the running game when the rest of the league was doing the opposite. And I know it's only resulted in one playoff win, but there's no doubt the Baltimore Ravens win football games. And last year, when their whole team was hurt, including Lamar Jackson, he only played 12 games, still found a way to win eight games. That's just good coaching, a well-run organization. And uh, I think they've done a great job building around Lamar since they've drafted him. And I think he's improved as well. He's gotten better as a passer and as a runner too, each and every year he's been in the NFL. His first year, we remember he really struggled in that playoff game against the Chargers. And I had my doubts about him working as a possible long-term future superstar in the NFL. But then the next year, he wins the MVP. The year after that, he leads Baltimore to another playoff uh, uh birth they win a playoff game over Tennessee that was very impressive and last year Baltimore still found a way to win eight games when really they dealt with a lot of adversity from the start of the season you remember we were talking about talking about it during the show when they lose what was it J.K. Dobbins and Marcus Peters on back-to-back -back snaps in training camp to torn ACLs on literally like back-to-back -back plays like that doesn't happen every year that doesn't happen to every organization and they still find a way to win eight games and it was really impressive. And I look at their draft this year. They bring in Kyle Hamilton, a guy that I think if he wasn't a safety, like if he was a different position, he would have been a top five, a top seven pick. Just we tend to undervalue safeties. That's not really a position you draft historically in the top 10. I think he's going to be an absolute star. He's a hard hitter. They draft Linderbaum from Iowa. He is really like I think he's going to be a stud like he's kind of a, a guarantee in the last 50 years I think the stat was every center drafted in the first round has gotten the second contract I feel comfortable about him getting that and when it comes to trading Hollywood Brown I think they just made a simple decision they looked at the market and said okay the market says Hollywood Brown he's worth some good money but we don't really feel comfortable giving him that money. We think we could draft and produce another speedster with 100 catches. And I do think that Baltimore, they have to – I was a little surprised when Lamar was tw uh, tweeting out. He was, uh, you know, a little upset that they traded Hollywood Brown because Hollywood Brown kind of made it known, right? He requested a trade from Baltimore. He kind of let it be known to the organization that he didn't want to be there. So Baltimore gets rid of that. 
And I do think Baltimore made a decision. They looked at the wide receiver market and said, okay, the market says Hollywood Brown is worth this, but we don't necessarily agree with that. And honestly, Hollywood Brown was the number one wide receiver taken in that 2019 draft over Debo Samuel, over A.J. Brown, over D.K. Metcalf. And he has not lived up to that. He has not been the best receiver in that draft. And he's small. I kind of think of him as an underachiever. I think he's a top wide receiver too at best. And I think Baltimore, at the end of the day, you look at their situation. They still have Mark Andrews. They still have Bateman. They'll get the running backs healthy. I think Lamar Jackson is in a very good position to succeed this season. I really do. I would have to disagree with you, Zach. I don't think the Ravens put Lamar Jackson in the best predicament to succeed. I think the Ravens put themselves in a better predicament to succeed. And I'm going to explain and clarify my statement. What I mean by the Ravens made the best decision for them and made their season more so or their future a successful one compared to Lamar is because when I look at the draft picks, I actually think the Ravens won the draft. That's undeniable. I think they got the best players as a collective cohesive unit in the draft. When you start off with Kyle Hamilton, a safety who was the biggest still arguably in the draft on my boards, I believe so. A guy that can run sideline to sideline, undercut receivers. He can make all the plays. He can fill a glaring hole in that safety position, on that safety position for the Ravens. I also like Lindenbaum, another guy that you could throw in on the offensive line. And I believe they got the biggest player in the NFL draft, an old lineman, on their team as well. So I think when you look at the Ravens, I think more so they are going to put themselves in a better predicament because they're going to continue with their philosophy. Win with our defense, win with our running game. You won the football, you play defense, you win games in the regular season, you get to the playoffs. All right, cool. Lamar Jackson could have success within that. But when we get to the playoffs, is my biggest concern long-term for a guy like Lamar Jackson. Yes, you trade away Marquise Brown. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the Marquise Brown trade is going to make or break the Ravens season. They don't throw the football anyway. But I do think that their receiving call wasn't as great when Marquise Brown was there anyway. It just got worse, and I think they could have actually fit another wide receiver and get another wide receiver on that team to go alongside with Sean Bateman, who I think, if he was in another system, would have already broken out because I believe in his talent. You see, the Ravens got an issue, right? And I think they spoil Lamar Jackson too much. It's like that kid that always gets spoiled by their parents, and when the kid gets older, they realize they're not built for the world. They can't handle the pressure of being in this world with a thousand responsibilities because they had the pacifier in their mouth for all these years. And that's exactly how I view this Ravens team with Lamar. Are oh, we going to make the game comfortable for you? We don't believe in your passing abilities. Clearly not. Because as I pointed out, when that other backup quarterback, Huntley, came in there, they passed the ball more. So it's clear to me that they don't believe in Lamar Jackson to make all the throws on the football field. That's just their belief. So they tailored the, the game to fit him. Was they running the ball like this quarterback sneaks with Joe Flacco? Nah, they did they running, they did they play action, took shots down the field. They don't do that offense here with Lamar Jackson. So it's clear to me that they're trying to tailor their offense to fit his skill sets by running the football, running the football, using him, you know, running him quarterback options, you know, all these running packages. But come playoff time, when defenses start to keen into what you're doing and calling your plays, as Lamar Jackson said before, out of his own mouth, then they force you to pass 
in the playoffs, and then you become out of your comfort zone because you're not used to passing. I don't believe Lamar Jackson in the long term is set up for success, especially when we get to playoff time. Because guess what? He doesn't show up in the playoffs. Who are they going to blame? They're going to blame him, not the Ravens. It's going to be on his legacy. Oh, this is how many playoff games he lost, right? Even if the team spoiled it. So I think long term, I don't believe they set up Lamar Jackson to succeed. Yeah, I think the Ravens, they drafted this guy number 32 overall. And it's interesting because the argument is a lot of times like, oh, 31 teams passed on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens just got him. No, the Ravens kind of passed on him too because if they knew that Lamar Jackson was going to be this good, they would have traded up as far as they could. Any team would have and taken him. And I do think that Baltimore, they obviously want to pay him. For some reason, Lamar has no interest in signing a contract. So if you're not going to pay him, they're going to do whatever they can to make the team around him successful. And I know that when you look at their weapons on paper, they only have two guys that really pop out. But honestly, I think Mark Andrews is on his way to becoming one of the two or three, if not the best tight end in football. And I think a lot of that, he has good chemistry with Lamar. Lamar has improved as a passer each and every year he's been in the league. Last year... Like, you could say this is an, is an excuse, but the Ravens' whole team was hurt, including Lamar, and it's, it was kind of a wash for me, and they still found a way to win eight games, and that was really impressive. So I think this year, Andrews, you have him. Bateman was hurt last year, too. I think he's on his way to becoming a really good, possibly a number one wide receiver. Like, those are two possible elite weapons in the passing game right there, and I trust Baltimore's organization. I trust Harbaugh as a coach. I trust Lamar as a quarterback to make other weapons in that offense better and to elevate this team as a passing game. I think sometimes we forget Lamar Jackson is only 25 years old. He's the same age as Joe Burrow and he's gotten better and better each year he's been in the league. There's no reason to expect that this guy can't keep getting better, especially as a passer. And I love the combination between Lamar and a weak quarterback and Baltimore, the way their organization is run. They have an elite head coach. They hit on the draft every year. They have a philosophy. They stick to it. And I'm just putting a lot of my faith in the way this Baltimore uh, Raven organization is run. And Lamar is a player. He's always willing to get better. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his, and I think he'll succeed on the field. Lamar Jackson is 25 years old. But if they keep running this offense the way how they wanted it, by the time we get to 30, he's, he's done. He's a shell of himself. That's what I'm saying about the long-term ramifications of the short-term gratification. Okay, when you are babying your quarterback like Cam Newton, we've seen it with him. These are all quarterbacks we've seen that I got think, ran into the ground. We're getting confused here. I think Baltimore's passing game is going to elevate this year. I think it's going to get better. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't, I don't see the passing game. I see no. Last year, last year, I would assume. Including last year. Last year, the running back was completely gone. The running backs were completely out of there. They at least had Marquise Brown there, Andrews there. They still tried to run the football heavily, even with a decimated running core. They still went out to get useless guys like Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman. That shows you how much they are dependent on the running game. You cannot run your way to a Super Bowl. You're going to have to be a team that can pass if the game dictates you to pass. They haven't shown me in any playoffs that they're willing to do that. And that's what I'm saying. When you look around the league and you see how much talent each team has and how two-dimensional some of these teams are in the AFC, they can run, they can throw. The Ravens, they're going to have to allow Lamar Jackson to get out of his zone because come playoff time, he's not going to be able to run his way to a Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen. And right. you look at all the receivers that are potential free agents coming up or were free agents before, these guys are not going to want to go to Baltimore, 
right? I seen Juju Smith Schuster. Bro, I think they care seen, about winning games. But they're gonna have to draft them. They're gonna have to draft, yeah. bro. This way, this receiving call right here is the worst in their division, arguably. Maybe the Steelers, you could argue with Team okay, Devin the Steelers. Mark Andrews isn't a wide receiver. Like, he's still an elite weapon in the passing game. And I do He is, but you need, like, you need more than that, bro. Baltimore is never going to become a team, right, that is passing the game. That's never going to be their strength. But, but it, I, it, it don't year, have right, to be their strength. Run it more, which opens up the Are you going to run on 3rd to 15? Or are you going to run the ball on 3rd to 15? You're okay. not. You're going to have to know how to pass. I'm not saying that got to be your number one dish, your number one meal. It could be running the football. That could be our identity. But all I'm saying is come playoff time, when it's 3rd and 18, 3rd and 15, can Lamar Jackson sit there and pass the rock to win the game? I have not seen that yet. So if I haven't seen that yet, what makes me think I'm just going to project that it's going to happen? Yeah, and that's I guess that's where we differ because I do think – Lamar has proven each year he's been in the league, and this is where his age comes into play. Like, I feel like we kind of give this guy the expectations. That's what happens when you win an MVP in your second year. And we knew, like, I think Lamar Jackson is a significantly better passer now than he was during his MVP season. Like, significant. So I think you give him another year, and he's going to get even better. Especially with the rise of Andrews, is basically his age. They came in in the same draft class. He's going to keep elevating. And his running backs are back healthy. J.K. Dobbins is a legit player. Like, that's going to open up the run, the passing game a lot. And uh, once again, man, I just believe in this guy. He's gotten better. He's proven to be a hard worker. That he, I will never worry about anything with him off the field. I'll never worry about him doing anything stupid. Everyone loves him as a teammate. And the Ravens are that, all that's in cute. That's that's cute and all. And Lamar Jackson is a great leader. He's a wonderful leader, a guy that you want in your locker room. And he can win regular season games. And he could possibly win you playoff games. My issue is not with Lamar Jackson. And I want to make this clear. I don't want nobody to think that I'm going to come at a guy that I so highly endorse out of college. My issue doubting that organization i'm that doubting the philosophy that they're setting for lamar jackson to succeed they are babying lamar jackson by running these one packages that's not going to translate to the playoffs that's what i'm saying i've seen it before it's not going to translate can they win a playoff game doing it sure they can but they're not going to go far they're going to have to know and learn how to pass in certain situations that are passing situations yeah. i just haven't seen it i've yeah, seen guys like juju mcschuster take a, a flat fee to return to the Steelers instead of going to the Ravens. I mean, guys are not going to want to go there. And YBC was all the quarterback's best friends, or it should be. When Lamar Jackson gets hurt, well, excuse me, when he got hurt, right, last year, that, that's a sign right there that, yo, the guy can get hurt. If you keep on running and using your quarterback, running the football, he can get hurt. Once you leave that broken play, there's no telling what can happen. Whether you try to slide or go out of bounds, you don't know. You're in, all right, I'm hoping that I land on my feet safely or I slide for this first down and I can get back in the huddle and call the next play. Once you're out of that pocket, there's no guarantees in football. Once you went outside that pocket, I want to know, are they going to run more packages for him to throw the football so his longevity can be there and we can see Lamar Jackson progress as he gets to his 30s. Once he gets to his 30s, he's going to have to pass the ball. I cannot see the same philosophy lasting 10 years from now. I just right. can't, bro. And I think the Ravens are smart enough to know all this. Like, what you're saying about the Ravens having to pass the ball more, I think they know. You're right. And I think they know that. And I think they're going to adapt that to their offense. Like, I just think, like, Hollywood Brown, I don't think he's worth what he is on the open market right now. I think if you give that guy, like, 
$20 million, that's overpaying for him. And I think the Ravens would have just rather had the first round pick. I don't think getting rid of Hollywood Brown signals that the Ravens are just going to stop throwing the football. They still have two really good weapons, and I trust their organization to develop their wide receivers better. Because that historically, like, it might take a couple years, but this team always knows what's wrong. And I can't say that about everyone, man. Like, a lot of this just has to do with their organizational philosophy and how they always just seem to make the right decisions. And it might take a little bit of time. They're knocking on the door. It's not easy to win a Super Bowl, you know. I know it's not easy, Zach. Like, I mean, that's clear. It's not easy to win a Super Bowl at all. I mean, how many great quarterbacks did not win a Super Bowl? We know that. But what I'm saying is that... Even though halfway there, I agree with you, we're on the same train halfway there to the finish line, right? Where we differ is that even though we believe that the Ravens are a great organization, they draft really well, I believe they won the last two drafts, they are a great team in that retrospect. But Lamar Jackson is the engine of this whole entire team. And the way how I see them using Lamar Jackson is not a way that I feel can sustain success down the line yeah that's all i'm saying i I agree and i think that's going to change this season bro like he's ready he's healthy they bateman's going to come on mark andrews is going to come on as one of the best pass catchers in the league and their offensive line is better like yeah like i that's where i'm really putting my trust in the we know like you know everyone's having that uh, opinion like the ravens won the draft like they had a great draft congratulations but where i'm really putting my faith in them is i think they're gonna have a bounce back season i really do I expect that, and I think Lamar's going to get better as a passer, and I believe in Coach Harbaugh. Like, it's easy to say they won the draft, but what I'm saying is I think it's going to translate on the field as soon as next season. My last point on this is that I've seen situations where I've seen the, the Titans, a team that knows to run the ball heavily, get to the playoffs. Their quarterback throws three interceptions. We're going to talk about that quarterback later on in the show. My thing is with these one-heavy-based teams – even the 49ers, when they ask their quarterback to make a play because they're going to have to in the playoffs, can these guys make a play? I got to see if Lamar Jackson can be that guy. That's all I'm saying, and I'll leave it there. You know, um, I do want to bridge the gap, though, into our next topic because Marquise Brown went over to the Cardinals, and I think me personally, as we bridge this gap to the next topic, I think... When you find out what happened to DeAndre Hopkins, and we're going to get right into that in a few seconds, I think this makes the move for Marquise Brown even more impactful.